that will help you improve, make progress, advance, move forward, change certain things, do, you know, make certain adjustments and changes that are as, as relevant, that are as important to your life as an individual. Let me just, uh, I, I wanted to just give you some thoughts about the importance of giving. Many times we hear about um, giving and um, um, perhaps in many instances um, because of how that message is um, communicated, it um, doesn't resonate with uh, um, the um, audience or the recipients. Um, let me um, give you an example that I came across um, as I was um, doing some bit of um, research looking for the impact or the importance of giving in general. I will um, read you an um, an article that um, that was in the Forbes magazine some 10 years ago or so. The title says that the Bible is the ultimate financial guide. This, this is um, Forbes magazine. When you want to look for the richest of the people on this earth, you go to these um, sources. And Forbes are always a reliable source of information when it comes to... They know. They know who has all the monies. They know who are the top ten people who are very wealthy that... Um, you know, you cannot, you cannot just ignore such, such information. I, I really was, um, you know, taken aback. I think the article is one of the, one of the authors is one of the people who are very wealthy, very successful, who, who have uh, made themselves such, um, such a name. But just the title alone caught my attention. It says here, the Bible is the ultimate financial guide. The one very true source of wealth creation is the very Bible that you have. You can attend as many um, courses, seminars, training, um, you know, and uh, listen to as many speakers. There's nothing that they will share with you that is more important than what you find in the Bible, which already is in your position. 
And the difference is how you use that same information in a manner that will help you to be able to create the um, wealth that you are looking for and be as prosperous. The writer goes on to say that the answers to all sorts of money issues are in the Bible. That was the opening part. I will, um, um, you know, um, just rephrase some of the, um, the lines, but it's as good as just quoting what is said there. Then he says, I get my financial guidance from God. You need guidance on how you should manage your resources. Talk to God. Listen to the Holy Spirit. Make time to pray that prayer and be very specific and ask for such insight and wisdom. Then he says here, money and possessions are the second most referenced topic in the Bible. God wouldn't just talk about something that is not that important. Think about right from the beginning when he created man. And he gave him an assignment to take care of the garden. He had already entrusted him with a responsibility to be able to look after his world. He gave him that responsibility. But men didn't have to strive for it in the first place. God prepared for it before even he created men. So he made provision so that it doesn't become such a, a difficult task to can be able to do what God is, is asking or expecting from any one of us. He says money is mentioned more than 800 times in the Bible. And the message is very clear. No way in the scripture is that viewed in a positive way. If you come across such, it is either discouraging you or even to a point where you may not have to ask for anyone to pay you interest over and above the money that you've given them or even take care of their debts if they are unable to. So, it is not something that is encouraged. So that is just the very first of the principles.
Then he says, the Bible is an excellent financial advisor, whether or not you are a believer. But if you believe in what it says, just like people who read as many books to get some knowledge in how to um, uh, create wealth, you know, um, um, how to take care of your investments and um, and many other things. But ultimately, the chief financial advisor is the Bible itself. If somebody so believes that if he reads a book written by Miami, it will change their life, how much more the Bible? So it is the, the, the attitude that, that matters, that makes a difference. And uh, many times people are spending so much time reading books that some of those are written by people who themselves have failed in that area. You know, but when they see the title, 10 Tips to Make Your Husband Happy, they are very excited. They want to know how to keep your husband happy. Oh, just love him, you'll be happy. That's your responsibility. <laughs> the Bible. <laughs> but it's, it, you know, um, I'm just saying that. If one will be so convinced that there is another source that is good enough to can have them, and I, I don't intend to say that you must you must not read. I always encourage people to read. I I do read a lot of times. I I make time to buy books, and and that is the one thing that I will always encourage. Um, everybody to do to be able to equip yourself to grow um, yourself and and um, um, be able to gain certain you know insight understanding or the knowledge that will help you to be better prepared for the challenges ahead of you but i'm just saying you being a christian knowing that the holy spirit is the chief author of the bible who saw your life before you even were here and pre-planned and prepared everything. I would think that the instructions that are in the Bible are more relevant than any other source. The, the wealth of knowledge on, and, and information that you receive is, is as uh, invaluable. It is not something that you can uh, um, exchange it for anything. You know, that is why oftentimes you get to hear that there is nothing as as um, as um, dangerous as a Christian who has the word of God and knows how to use it. There is nothing that is um, that surpasses the power of the word of God that we hear it. 
every day. Then uh, he says here, yeah, the author of the Bible or the Holy Spirit anticipated the problems or challenges that will, people will have with money and possessions. And uh, he, he provided solutions, more than 2,000 of the references that you find in the Bible talking about money and possessions. That is wealth. That is true wealth. Unfortunately, he says here, unfortunately, our whole culture is built on the premise that we have to have more money and uh, material possessions to feel happy and secured. We have too much stuff because we have bought into that myth fabricated by certain um, um, either individuals or um, you know organizations or people um, who think that um, you know having more staff will translate to happiness and truth be told the opposite is the truth and it is not entirely what the Bible says so there needs to be some um, reconditioning of the um, um, you know the thinking or um, a, an effort to undo the the myths and um, the thinking of men in that in that regard so that you do not end up finding yourself in a situation where you are now becoming frustrated because you are looking for material positions in in God, in Christ, and and miss Christ himself. The principle must always be that if I find Christ, I'll find everything that I need. And that be the number one principle that guides us. It's 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 one very the one very important rule is that God owns everything, including the chair you're sitting on, including the car you drive, the house you stay in. Yes, it is true that you bought it yourself, but he gave you the money in the first place for you to buy that house. So, if he is the God of everything, when you, you yourself get to a point where you seek God and you found him and, and you come to know him for who he is, you will not have to ask for anything because everything is already made available. It is as simple as that. It is something that will help us to 
focus our, our minds and our energy in the right direction. So that even when you're praying to God, don't pray as if, um, you know, uh, He's not um, a, a, a God that, um, that can be able to provide for whatever it is that you are looking you are looking for. Pray with that in mind. Having that thinking that he, he, he truly is the God of everything. That whatever it is that I may be looking for, I look for God. I, I seek God first and foremost so that I don't end up taking my attention away from Him and miss out the very thing that I, I, need, I need from Him. So it is very important to always have that conviction in your spirit and, and know it in your heart that um, God can always do far beyond what you may be asking or expecting from Him. So I just thought I will uh, I will um, um, I will share the, this this um, thought with you, and uh, hoping that um, it will resonate with your expectation and your needs and your praise and uh, the very things that you are looking for. Perhaps the question you need to ask yourself, in as much as I am looking, am I looking in the right place? Where am I searching? Because the world is full of people who are looking, who are searching, who have desires, expectations, ambitions, and hopes, and yet not as many people are able to fulfill those desires. Where, where lies the difference? What, what distinguishes such a man who, who just is, is making it plain? I mean, this, this is a man who is a billionaire himself, who is not telling you too many other stories. You know, many people sometimes even, they can write volumes of books and not mention God once. Yet the wisdom that they are using or relying on, they, they found it in the Word of God. They found it in the Word of God. When, when you hear about stories of people 
who are as successful many times behind that success is God. Some of them will tell you that this is what my parents or my great my grandparents or my great grandparents used to do. And down the line they created such generational wealth for their children and their children's children. And they don't forget where they come from. Whenever they are given such an opportunity to share their stories, the very first thing they'll say is, I thank my God for what he has done in my life. I thank God for the grace he has made available for me and my family. They are very conscious that they, they wouldn't have done it by themselves. But you know, sometimes um, the opposite could be the case. Even for somebody who just happened to um, experience uh, one thing or the other, and suddenly the opportunity comes for them to just share a testimony or, or how they got to where they are. And they will, they will say all manner of things and not even mention God once. So it is wisdom each other God that you are very quick to acknowledge to acknowledge him to acknowledge God to be able to um, you know um, give thanks to God and 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 you know be able to glorify him with every opportunity that you get so that you know um, it, it doesn't create an impression that you are, you are, you know, somebody is now thinking that um, they've done it by themselves or it is because of what they know, it is because of their background or their knowledge and, and all manner of things. And that is not what it is. This man has not mentioned anything to do with his qualifications. He has not mentioned anything to do with, with his own knowledge or, or the wisdom that he has as an individual. The only thing he was saying here is to say that God indeed is the one who, who has blessed him, who have um, given him such um, wisdom and, um, and, and, and special grace to you know, um, be able to um, use in a manner that you know, translated into something that is um, uh, tangible. It, it's a testimony that is very um, realistic and very practical. The Bible is the ultimate financial guide. Know that in your heart, God owns this entire universe and everything that is in it. If you know if you're really convinced that this is a very, this is a very God that you serve, your life is meant. Ecclesiastes 11, 1 to 6. Now, I said to you the importance of giving. That is what I need you to leave you, to leave here with. 
and um, perhaps do some of these things, if not everything. It will. Um, <laughs> it will. It will help you. It will help you. I. I cannot overemphasize it. Than it is already said. I. I so much believe. In the word of God. I so much believe that it always works and it always brings such excellent results. Let me read you Ecclesiastes 11 verses 1 to verse 6. It says, Give generously for your gifts will return to you later. Multiple fold for that matter. Why you should give. Give generously. For your gifts will return to you later. You know, many times you, you hear, you, you reap what you sow. What seeds are you sowing? towards your finances? What harvest are you expecting? Is it any different to what you have, what you are seeing compared to the seeds you have sown? Genuinely, you need to, you know, sometimes we need that, um, we need to, we need to be very honest with ourselves and be very truthful and and be, be, be able to say that I, I so much believe that um, the seas I've sown thus far are good enough that my life ought to be transformed it, it, it ought to you know uh, be a, a 180 degree uh, 10 that if I was going that direction financially things have now turned around and it's on the upward trajectory the trend is is changed in a manner that will say that indeed I have sown such seeds then it says divide your gifts among many for in the days ahead you yourself may need much harm and then it says, when the clouds are heavy, the rains come down. When the tree falls, whether south or north, then the die is cast, for there it lies. Then it says, if you wait, if you wait for perfect conditions, you will never get anything done. And I'm reading from the Living Bible. If you wait for perfect conditions, you will never get anything done. God's ways are as mysterious as the pathway of the wind, as the manner in which a human spirit is infused into the little body of a baby while it is yet in its mother's womb. 
you may never understand. That intricate connection between your giving and your own prosperity. There is, there is something very spiritual about it. And that is a part that many people don't understand. That there is such a principle that if, if you learn to use or apply, that is why this man here says, whether you're a believer or not, doesn't really matter. When you, when you use it, when you apply it, the principle of giving and receiving works for everybody. When you give, you will receive. So that is reason enough to give. So that I receive. It is more blessed to give than to receive. I'm giving knowing that there is such a blessing in it. Suddenly it gives you power to get wealth without you having to struggle. Because why? You understood the principle. You 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 um carried that instruction and you 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 were unwavering you you, you just, you literally just applying the word of God and, and let it work for you. Then he says, yeah, keep on sowing your seed, for you never know which will grow, perhaps it all will. The morning you sow your seed, in the evening you not with all your hand, for you not know which one will prosper, either this or that or both alike. It is something which I believe is very important for us to understand. Be able to think about this and um, apply it in your life today and see if it will not work for you. Proverbs 18, verse number 16. It says, a gift opens the way. A gift opens the way. And ushers the giver into the presence of the great. Well, that also answers why is it important to give. When you're giving in the house of God, you'll see or your giving is going out there to open doors, to open doors of opportunities. You've given here that there's something very spiritual about it. That is what you need to understand. It's not about giving to the man that you're looking for help from, or so that somebody sees that you've done something for them and therefore they must reward you. No. Give, and it shall be given to you. Good measure, pressed down, shaken together, and running over, shall 
men give unto your bosom. So by giving here, God sends men, as many men, or as many people, purposefully so, in your path, to give to you. Why? Because you gave in the kingdom of God. You gave. You, you were able to just act this. Um, 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 you know, perhaps sometimes not even, not even um, 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 uh, thinking much about what you've done to, to, to say that it will have such a, an impact in your life. But ultimately, there will be such a, an impact. There will be such um, results. So when you're looking for a, such a financial breakthrough, <laughs> that's the way breakthrough <laughs> this is where it starts because in as much as to you you were giving in the house of God you you will not um, you know um to be told how that return comes to you, you, you may never really get to understand. You will not know. You may not think that it has to do with what you gave. Maybe you have even forgotten that you gave. But suddenly, suddenly you receive a call. Suddenly you get to get a prompting by a spirit and uh, you learn to a particular uh, place or you know a, a person organization and then um, you know you find them ready that's what you see it's, it's, it does since so it opens the way it opens the way instead of praying a bread the prayer of breakthrough this is the right formula the breakthrough will happen automatically. There is nothing like you must uh, fast 21 days. You will lose weight. By the time that breakthrough is coming, you can't even wake up to go to those people. Because you now feel so very exhausted and so very tired. You, you're almost giving up on yourself. Whereas he says here that a gift opens the way and ushers the giver into the presence of the great. Ushers you. It's no way that men will refuse you or reject you or 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 you know uh, not not take notice of you. Not not when it's it's it's, it's, it's um, you know um, the Holy Spirit. When it, not when when it's God Himself who who's carrying you and He took you. Um, purposefully to that place, and 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 you 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 you, you can be sure that there will be such um, excellent results. So keep this in mind. 
and um, try God if really you are expecting such a, a you know a, a, a turnaround or such a change in your personal life today you can read again in uh, Proverbs 11 24 it says it is possible to give away and become richer that is in the living bible it is possible to give away and become richer it is also possible to hold on too tightly and lose everything yes the liberal man shall be rich by watering others he waters himself that is as simple as that so learn to let go giving is not laboring in the house of god it is the right thing to do it is for your own good it is in your interest so that is why it should never occur that um, when you're doing your um, income expenditure statement you put your giving amongst other expenses it's not it is not it's not an expense your giving in the house of God is an investment. Now, in this time, in this world, it will translate into such financial benefits that you cannot humanly comprehend yourself. And in eternity, you're investing In the kingdom of God and to eternity as well so how will it be that it is an expense and yet it says here that you ought to become rich when you give the 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 the, the the simple translation there is to say that what, what you've invested will yield such great a harvest. It will come to you multiple, multiple fold. So, it's never a loss when you give in the answer God. It's never a waste of time. You are not gambling. You're not, um, um, you know, tying your luck. It's not um, 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 lotto or one of those. Here you're guaranteed. Ask people who really lost serious money. 
um, gambling, that is an addiction as well. That, um, you know, um, you need grace to get out of. Because many families are destroyed. People are more poorer because they've been trying to get rich. They've been trying. In the process, they become even addicted to a point where they spend. It starts with 10% of the salary, 50%, 100%. When the salary is not enough, sell the house, the car, and the wife is next. And they're left with nothing. <laughs> because at that time there's nothing more <laughs> there's nothing left to um um to 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 to, to give away and and that is not something that um, one should even try all right let me say these few things to you um, that I need you really to take a very careful note of. I said, yeah, you know, church, the ministry, the work of the kingdom is not additional, it's not additional work over and above your other responsibilities. It ought to be part of who you are. It ought to be your lifestyle. When you know that you love yourself so much that you must dress yourself even church must be dressed as well. The way that you would want the house of God to look is, is also as dependent on your, your involvement and your participation. What you think it ought to be like. What are you willing to do that will help you to, to really make it look the way that it ought to. So, as a um, result, it must always take um, precedence over everything. When you miss out on giving to the church, you are also missing out on opportunities to grow and mature in Christ. There is an opportunity for you to grow and to mature, to reach that level of maturity in Christ. There's many references, um, I, you know, where Jesus Christ himself spoke about money and giving. In fact, more than even faith itself. So it says that is important. That is why when you read in Mark 12 from verses 41, 44, he was sitting by the treasury when the people were giving. And he noticed, he didn't, he, he noticed that the widow has given her all. Not because she gave the most in, in values, if, if the money was um, in our currency in France. It is because she gave out of her heart, from, you know, within her heart and willingly so, from the very little that she had. It made such a huge impression. If it wasn't that important, I don't think you would have paid attention to it. It, it must have been really something that, that was very, very important. 
for him to get notice. Come to think about it. At the same time, there was a man who gave maybe a thousand rand, ten thousand, maybe even more, you know, um, um, than, 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 than that. And here comes this woman, and the only thing she had was just a ten rand. It happened to be her very last. You can imagine what was going through her mind when she was about to give that man. And, and that was such an act of faith. She, she acted their faith. You know, she challenged their son. She, she had to... I, I, would, I would think that she, she was compelled. There must be, there must be something that was, that was driving her. Perhaps, amongst other things, are the very things that I just read to your son. That she knew in her heart how important this is. That she could not wait until it is convenient. As the Bible says, that if you wait for the perfect conditions, you may never get to do anything. You may never get to accomplish anything. It is not convenient. It is not how, how convenient it is or how much you have that says that now you ought to give. I say here, your giving is a measure of your faith. How much you trust God, how much you believe in Him, will determine how much you give to God. It will determine the relationship that you know that you have with God. It says how how much you value the relationship with God. And, and, and unfortunately, sometimes we can afford to buy our uncles some very expensive shoes when it's Good Friday, but we can't give God a ten right now. Sometimes men's thinking is just something else. They even go an extent of buying a very expensive whiskey because some uncle is coming to visit them on holidays. They, only, they themselves maybe can't even afford that um, um, thousand rand or three thousand rand. It's their last saving. But the intention and, and just the thinking is just wrong. It, it is just so, um, you know, uh, distorted from the truth. And if somebody has that understanding of how. Um, 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 how important it is to do something, no matter how small it is, when you're doing it for God, it, it matters. Especially when you're doing it from within your heart. I'll tell you this honest truth that faith by its very nature without giving is incomplete. It is, you see, giving is that piece of a puzzle that, that um, you know, it just sums up everything. It just consummates your belief and uh, the faith that you have in, in God. It seals, it, it, it seals your, your very faith and your belief in God. It is, it is that important. It is that important that you cannot you cannot afford um, to neglect it yourself. So, learn to use your resources for God's glory and for the kingdom 
in general be able to you purposefully decide you purposefully decide that I'm going to use this gift or what I have for the for the kingdom and trigger the flow you know that there are financial principles that you need to understand in the kingdom of God that will help you be able to achieve the very things that you're using there's no there's just no excuse there's just no um, um, reason um, why one cannot do it um, um, nothing it is not um, something that I I take lightly I don't think that um, as any any valid excuse that you give to God and it be it be good enough so you must consistently consistently make changes in your lifestyle and your finances to better reflect your belief system your faith what is in the kingdom of God what what does it stand for in your life and be able to manage or use the resources that you have that will benefit you than just you know uh, finding excuses um, to um, you know um, uh, buy things that one may not be able to afford that that is not the wisdom you know access to those things is just in the very uh, the key to accessing those very things is just what I have um, just shared with you um, just now. So you need to create room to give or to um, contribute, um, um, you know, in the kingdom of God in a manner that will, um, you know, make such an impact in your life and in the lives of others. The good thing is that if you um, think that you are not able to give, you can ask grace, God to give you such grace to be able to give. It is not something that will happen by itself. You know, it's not, it's not automatic. It's a personal decision. You make a conscious decision that you're going to do it yourself. In your prayers, you need to pray such a prayer for God to give you such um, wisdom to be able to continue. Pray to God to bring, you know, um, more, more people who are like-minded, who are givers, and uh, they will also um, become a source of blessing even to yourself. And that is what you must always uh, um, be mindful of. That when you're not um, praying to God, talking to somebody about that very aspect of their faith, it is not helping them. And instead, you might be depriving them of such an opportunity to create themselves such well. So, it is wisdom for you to talk to somebody about 
your giving, your testimonies in that area and what God has done for you. It is not about the needs or a call for one thing or the other in church. It'd be a lifestyle that you know this is something that you're accustomed to and understand that this is something that will please God and will continue blessing you and uh, increasing and multiplying whatever it is that you have yourself. So you need to learn to be consistent in doing so and make it a point that uh, you are generous by nature. You are very mindful of what that, how important that is. You will be, you know, when you're in Christ, you, 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 you compare to give. Sometimes um, not even looking for anything in return. It just becomes your life, your lifestyle. It just becomes part of who you are. And um, before you know, there's so much you've invested and um, you are now able to enjoy such great rewards in the end, such great others. Most importantly, it is an act of worship and an expression of love. Your giving is an act of worship. It is an expression of love. When you love, you give. That is who God is. He so loved us that he gave his only son, his only begotten son. So, freely so, it must just flow through us. It must be our everyday consciousness. It must be always be something that is that is um, you know um, uh, part of our plans. It is always it's in our minds, in our veins. It it, it is it is um, it is part of our DNA, part of who we are. That we are now so much you know conscious of it and be able to express such um, in everything that we do every day and before you know you will find yourself growing spiritually financially numerically and otherwise when you have conquered in that aspect of your life everything else will just begin to fall into place there's a lot that we need to understand that we need to um, um, be able to um, learn to um, make um, you know, make an effort to 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 be as as obedient and um, and um, and 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 be able to, um, you know, um, carry such um, uh, simple instructions. 
and then ultimately you will get to truly enjoy such great benefits of being in Christ. You will get to experience God in a very in a very special way. And um, you always be happy. There is there's an excitement in it. You must always think about what it what it does. It's not about you, you know, talking to everybody of what you've done, you know. But um, truth is, you always have this excitement, you know. After all, the hand that gives is always at the top, you know. The receiver has to receive. So that says that the more you're giving, also the more you increasing and the more God is blessing you and the more you're able to reach even more hands and before you know God has entrusted you with as many responsibilities and um, you are enjoying your life in Christ you enjoy such peace you're happy you are truly serving God and you are happy there's no sense of guilt or something I could have that I, I ignored or I, I, I chose not to. You, you, you don't, you know, um, you don't have anything that, um, you know, you're thinking that if things are not going the way that you're expecting or maybe it's because of this, how about just making an effort to, to just, you know, do what he says here so that um, even when it doesn't seem as though there are things things are happening you know the way that you may be expecting you don't give yourself reason to even be doubting that there are things that you are not doing right yourself so when you have such a thinking and your spirit is just um, you know so overwhelmed and and you, you have this excitement in your heart as many times the Holy Spirit will speak to you and bring you as many ideas and help you to make use of them in a manner that will benefit you. And before you know, there is so much that God is doing in your life. And I'm hoping and believing that God will bless you and continue to use you mightily. And then he will give you the special seeds that you, you need to be able to sow. He's the one who gives you seed. He gives seed to a soul and bread to the eater. And you need to very, you know, be able to distinguish what is a seed and what is, what is, what is bread. And get to use it in a manner that will help you to grow. You ought to be, be inspired, be, you know, be motivated enough and be looking forward to to growing in that in that area of your Christian walk of faith. Grow in all things, in every aspect of your life. There's, there's nothing as 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 bad like um 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 anointing without money. You know the one man of God said anointing without money is annoyance. You cannot be praying so much and yet, there are as many aspects or areas of your life that you feel un unfulfilled. It is not what God is intending. It is not about spiritual blessing that it is of the material blessing that he wants you to have. 
So it cannot be uh, either or. It has to be both. Everything that you would have expected that you want uh, from God. Understand that uh, there's so much that you know is uh, dependent on what you do with the resources that God has given you, what He has entrusted in your hands, and uh, if you use it wisely, it will it will help you. Thank you, and God bless you, and may you continue being such a vessel of honor in the house of God. Be the helper of the wall, the repairer of the breaches and the builders of the walls, and always be more than willing and ready to respond when God has spoken or instructed you to do one thing or the other. Thank you. God bless you. Thank you.